Superbrain is a labour of love. Alas, no podcast can survive on love alone. We don't have a sponsor, so we need your support for Superbrain to stay alive and kicking. You can make a one-off donation by following the Support This Show link in the show or episode description. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My name is Sabina Brennan and you are listening to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. Now, in Monday's episode, my guest, the best-selling author Barnaby Walter, a.k.a. BP Walter, told me that his books come to him whole, fully formed. (laughs) It sounds somewhat magical and I suppose we all like to shroud these kind of events, these eureka moments, these sudden insightful creative moments in mystery as if they are something that can happen only to people with a special gift. While that's all very romantic, it's a very limiting way to view this very human ability. I said very a lot of times there, but there you go. This kind of creativity doesn't just materialise from the ether. It's simply the work of the human brain. And in this booster shot, I am going to share some scientific insights into this kind of creativity, as well as some tips on how to supercharge your own creativity. Eureka moments are a specific form of creativity. Just suddenly this idea comes into your head or you're pushing the trolley around the supermarket and you go, ah, that's how I'll do it. They simply involve coming up with a novel idea or a new solution to a problem. They don't have to be completely novel in a sort of global sense, just novel to you. Now, this kind of creativity isn't just limited to the arts. It's an ability that we can apply to great benefit to all aspects of our lives, from parenting to relationships to any practical part of our daily lives, as well as in our jobs, regardless of what that job is. It can be as simple as a parent finding a creative way to keep their child amused or to get them to eat vegetables or put on their coat, you know, going out to play. Or it can be a worker finding a new way to do a stock check or how to more efficiently stack or store products, whatever. It's just suddenly coming up with these ideas to solve a problem, but it doesn't always have to be to solve a problem. Anyway, broadly speaking, our brains come up with ideas or solutions in two ways. One, we can do it consciously or very deliberately using our analytical thinking. Or we can do it through sudden insight. Now, the best way to explain this is to use an example from research into Eureka creativity. The researchers present the participants with anagrams to solve. After the participants come up with the solution, the researchers ask them, did you solve the puzzle analytically or did the answer just come into your head? So the analytical problem solvers methodically and consciously rearranged the letters to find a word. In contrast, the others, the insightful thinkers, just looked at the anagram and after a couple of seconds, the solution just popped into their head. 
I've spoken about the default brain network on several occasions in this podcast. Now, to recap, when we are not actively focusing our attention on a specific task, when we are daydreaming or when our brain is just idling, certain areas of the brain become more active than when engaged in a specific task. And this is referred to as the default mode network. So when in this resting state, the brain, unconscious to you, works through data looking for connections, patterns, solutions, etc. It's in this state that scientists believe that creativity and insight lie. So, several weeks before the participants took part in the anagram study, the researchers recorded their resting state electroencephalogram, EEG. I used an awful lot of this when I did my PhD. You use a cap with electrodes to measure the electrical activity in the participant's brain. It's just like an ECG, an electrocardiogram, where they place those stickers on your heart and measure the electrical activity in your heart. It's just the same. And as I've said before, your brain cells communicate with each other and with the cells in the rest of your body by electrical and chemical signalings. So these researchers measured the resting EEG of these participants who took part in the anagram study. They did this several weeks before the participants did the anagrams. Anyway, when the researchers grouped the participants by how they solved the anagram, whether they solved it analytically or whether the idea just popped into their heads, they found substantial differences in the resting EEG activity that they'd recorded several weeks beforehand. The analytical group tended to have more resting state brain activity over their frontal lobes than the insightful thinkers. Now, the frontal lobes are often referred to as the executive control centre of the brain. This part of the brain is involved in focused attention, in goal setting, in concentration, in planning, organisation, decision making and so on. People who have less frontal lobe activity in this resting state, on average, tend to have more eureka moments or more of those aha moments. So in this relaxed state, their thinking is less under conscious control. And so the unconscious brain can make connections that we might not see when we are actively focused focused on looking for the idea or the solution. So when our frontal lobes are very actively involved in the activity. Of course, we need both types of thinking. And while Barnaby receives his books whole in Eureka moments, he then relies on his frontal lobes to meticulously plan his books and his characters and his storylines, etc. Barnaby seems to have found the perfect balance for his chosen career as a writer. And it's no wonder his books are just absolutely wonderful. While some people have an overall tendency towards analytical or towards insightful thinking, we all use both types. And the good news is it is possible to nudge yourself towards one way or the other. So in this instance, I'm going to give you some tips that might help you nudge yourself towards more creative thinking so that you can have more of those kind of eureka moments. Before I do that, it's important to point out that knowledge and experience are essential if you want to have a eureka moment that is in a specific area of expertise like astrophysics, engineering or musical compositions. 
You can't just <laughs> come up with ideas around those kind of things unless your brain actually has the data necessary to come up with those ideas, you know, and that data you've given your brain through experience, through practice, through immersion, through learning. You don't need any subject specific knowledge to have more eureka moments in your day to day life. So tip number one, create opportunities to relax in spaces where you feel safe. When you are stressed and anxious or if you're in situations where you feel unsafe, it is practically impossible to be creative. Your brain will be focused on analytical problem solving. When there's no threat, when you feel safe and relaxed, you can allow your attention to wander. You can have random wild thoughts and imaginings. You can try ideas out for size and making mistakes has no worrying consequences. You really have the freedom to let your thinking go wild. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Tip number two, try to promote a positive mood. In this week's episode, Barnaby says that he always has candles lighting. And actually, when I interviewed him, you'll see it. I've shared a video on my social media. He was surrounded by these gorgeous Halloween lights. And now that is November, I know that he will be surrounded by Christmas lights. So he creates this lovely positive mood for himself in the space that he works within. And creativity is enhanced by positive mood. Your attention can again expand and you can become less self-critical, which again allows you to be more free with your thinking. When I struggle to think creatively, I often describe it as not having the headspace to think. And this is usually because my head is full of stressful things and I'm probably using my frontal lobes and engaging in analytical thinking to solve whatever problems or whatever thing is stressing me out. And in moments like this, I'll often instinctively say, I need to go outside. I just need to get outside and clear my head. And that's one reason that I actually love walking. And I try to walk every day and I live near the sea. So I love walking along the coast 
best because I can look at the space, you know, at the endless horizon. Now, research shows that if you expand your perceptual space, so by that I mean the space that you can perceive in front of you, so the endless horizon in the example I've just given you, your perceptual attention expands to fill that large space rather than focusing on something singular that grabs your attention. And in parallel, your conceptual space expands. So your head space will expand also. And that's why walks in nature are just a great way to do this. But also you can do it by blurring your vision. For example, in the shower, how many great ideas have you had in there? The hot water in the shower blurs the boundaries between you and the outside world, between the outside world and your body. And this in turn can allow your attention to expand, making room for ideas. Tip number three, listen to your own rhythms. By doing so, you learn when you are better at analytical thinking and when you are more likely to drift or allow yourself to idle. For example, some people may feel cognitively sharper in the morning time, and that's a brilliant time for them to engage in activities that involve or require analytical thinking. They may then find themselves feeling their attention drift mid-afternoon or in the evening time. And rather than fighting that, they could try letting go and giving into it and in those moments then ideas may surface. It'll be different for everybody so the point is just get to know your own patterns and your own body and adjust your behaviour accordingly and you become more efficient at your analytical work if you do it at the times when your brain feels sharper and more in tune to that kind of activity. And my fourth and final tip is sleep. Sleep is essential to creativity. Sleep is critical for managing stress and mood so it will help you attaining those first couple of tips. You're not going to be creative if you're feeling cranky and irritable because you had insufficient sleep. If you haven't had enough sleep your mood is probably not going to be as positive as it could be otherwise and I've spoken at length about the relationship between sleep and stress and how they feed into each other. You'll find a booster podcast somewhere amongst all my podcasts on that particular topic if you would like to learn more about it. On top of that, sleep is essential for consolidating new information and integrating it with existing knowledge and experiences. And so while you are in your dream sleep, your brain can then engage in a sort of free association of this information that may give rise to insights, solutions, ideas or those wonderful eureka moments. My name is Sabina Brennan and you have been listening to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. My aim for Boosters is to share insights from neuroscience, psychology and from my own life that might help you to better understand why we do the things we do, how we can reach our true potential and move from just surviving to thriving in life. If there's anything in particular you'd like me to cover in an upcoming booster shot, please do let me know. You'll find me on Instagram at Sabina Brennan and Twitter at Sabina underscore Brennan. You can, of course, also email me at info at superbrain.ie. For the price of a coffee, you can listen to Superbrain ad free over on patreon.com forward slash superbrain. I couldn't do this show without my brilliant editor, Emily Burke, and there'd be no point in doing the show at all without you, my wonderful listeners. So thank you for tuning in today. Tune in on Monday for another fascinating interview with an inspiring guest and on Thursday for another booster shot from me. My name is Sabina Brennan. You have been listening to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone with a brain.
Are you looking for a trusted property insurance partner to help your business grow and stay resilient? FM Global uses science, data, and research to help you make informed decisions. By working together, FM Global can help you grow your company with confidence and deliver the protection and expertise you need to thrive. We're also here to help you navigate the complex world of ESG. We'll work with you to identify and mitigate risks related to natural disasters and offer solutions that contribute to a more sustainable future. Let's prepare to prosper.